All right, I am now recording. And... I'm not, but that's fine. We'll just take a risk. Let's go crazy. Get wild. Get Raise the roof, right? That's what it is. That's what it is, Dave. Yes, you have your own commentary. You've been narrated by Day Space. Day Space. Day Space. <laughs> You're Wait. watching or listening to Forget Being Cool. We discuss the things you like. It's the Forget Being Cool podcast for August 7th, 2020. I'm your host, Dave Moore. That was not me when I was in middle school. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's just... <laughs> that was not me saying stupid things from an old YouTube video from when I was 13. That, that's how old you were in that clip? Or, possi- or possibly younger. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I love that clip. I will never, ever let it go away. Uh this uh joining me of course is my main man my man on the internet joining out of score ravioli xbox spaghetti microsoft casino i'm microsoft and xbox look at me go yeah that's that's actually from an old uh uh microsoft video joke anyway let's let's not talk about that video john okay we won't talk about that video uh hi dave we didn't record the last two normal days um you had some work stuff I'm sorry. This is a um, weekly podcast. Get over it, everybody. Yeah. Get it's it's a weekly <laughs> podcast that has two extra episodes for free. Yeah. <laughs> now remember, like you, want, you want our exclusive fourth episode every week. You need to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash that we're not really doing that. Yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave, I finally got to wear my uh, forget being cool masks. That's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. I'm glad you forgot to be cool. Glad you're wearing a mask. Yeah. Stop stop being an anti-masker, people. I'm done. I'm sick of it. I've had enough. Uh, okay. okay. So, that, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so, I finally got to wear that. Uh, they're very comfortable around the ears. I'm not... They are. I'm not sure... You made a comment how you like the flat style. I don't know if I like the flat style as much. Uh, but I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put a little wire in it so that I can kind of crease it around the nose to help it stay up when I'm talking. As I've worn... the those more they do kind of muffle my voice a little bit too much yeah that doesn't bother me i mean obviously i talk enough as it is there's a microphone in my face enough i talk enough except for this week Uh, yes um so there's there's that i'm back home flew first class again on the way back uh i i I sent out a message to a few people i was like i love boarding in first class looking like looking like a complete bum and you know i'm wearing like cargo shorts and like beat up old sandals and like a nintendo t-shirt and i'm just like walking in first class with all the the people that paid the extra money it's a good feeling dave i'm, I'm happy for you john yeah it's a good feeling dave, the way it should nobody should be wearing a suit in first class stop stop showing off well you nobody understand like, nobody- there are people that have to like fly and then like go to their thing from the airport no i i look I get it. I understand. But I don't care. Dave, did I did I ever tell you? There, there was one time I should have flown in a suit. I don't think I told you about this. When okay. I was interviewing for my job, right? Not, not the current position I have, but the, my first job with this company. I was flying from Seattle down to Houston. And I had another interview the next day in Los Angeles with a different company, with Budweiser. And so I I had already had my flight booked myself, right, to go from from Seattle to LA and back. But this uh, but my current company is like, well, we're gonna fly you down for this interview, 
right? Because that's what they do. So they were setting up like, look, I was like, look, instead of flying me here and back, right, from to Houston and back, fly me from here to Houston and then fly me from Houston to LA. And then I'll already have my second flight from LA back to, to here. So they did. So I get on the plane and like, my thoughts are, these are two separate flights, right? So I'm going to put my stuff on the plane. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get my luggage, go change into my suit and then uh, go to my interview. So I'm wearing these like tattered jeans, giant holes in them. I'm wearing some like old t-shirt that I just was like super comfy. I, I'm dressed like a, like a complete bum, right? Sounds and, like you fly as a bum a lot, John. I, I, I do, I'm sensing a pattern here. There's two stories. It feels like it's 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 coming together. Well, okay. So to be fair, when I when I flew home a couple of days ago, I did not look like a bum. I just didn't look like first class, right? Um, well, that time I, I looked like a like a bum. I had giant holes in my jeans, all this stuff, right? It's just I, I I want to be comfortable when I'm having to fly, especially when you're talking like four or five hours, right? I I 100% support this. Like I'm gonna be comfortable on the plane thing. Hell yeah! Like like we're not we're not gonna say like you need to be like you know gross no 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 there's, no there's there's a level between comfort and gross sure you can't go to the gross the gross line but you can you can you can just be a little bit comfortable you know comfortable shorts comfortable yeah. shirt sandals i love flying yeah. in sandals because like e- even even if you're not um uh e- even if you don't have the tsa pre-check you still don't have to, i don't think you have to take your sandals off normally so you have to can worry I? about that can I say something about about the the shoes thing? Yeah, this is gonna be weird. I'm I'm curious. People on Twitter tell me. Okay. At tell you, Dave. I find shoes taking shoes off at the end of the day extremely wonderful. Like that feeling of taking your shoes off. Like I get that. Sure. Like most people, but I also think that wearing shoes is just comfortable. Like all day, like so, anytime. Like I like to have shoes on my feet. No, forget that, Dave. I, I will find any time I can not to wear socks. But not if I have shoes on. If I have shoes on, I will have socks, right? I, I, I am not oh, a, a oh, shoes oh, without yeah. socks guy. Oh, gross. Okay. Yeah, there are some people right. that just do it. And there's some girls that do it because of the type of shoes they wear and whatever else, I guess. I don't that's, know. That's 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 different. That's that's girls' but, clothes. There's We don't have to follow those rules, John. But we do. We have to wear socks. Yeah. So so if I can not be in socks... I will not be in socks, which means I will not be in shoes, which is why even when it's like when it just barely starts to get warm enough at the end of winter or when it's barely just still too cold as winter is coming, I'm still in sandals as much as I can be because I don't want to wear socks. And if I have to wear shoes with socks, the second I come home, I take both off. I mean, I have those Adidas flip flops, you know, like the, the, the standard like, like like the kind with the big flap over them. It's almost like the yeah, shower. Yeah. The, like the kind you yeah. could wear like black socks with if you were that. I don't want to say no. cool. No, but, no, you but, don't but, wear socks. No, no, no. You, know, you, you don't, but you could, right? Like it doesn't have like the thing between the toes. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those are what I wear. I like those out everywhere. I, and trust me, that that's what I'll wear probably all day tomorrow because I don't have to go anywhere. So, Dave, I uh, I went yesterday Okay, so when I was in California, which is where I was when we last recorded, uh, I realized, I looked down at my sandals that I thought were, like, almost brand new and realized they were not. Like, realized they they were at the end of their life so bad. Like, and I have to buy, I always buy the same sandals, and usually it's, it used to be, like, I can make it go almost two years on a pair of sandals. But that's also when I was not able to wear sandals that much because I was, well, I, I would work and have to wear, like, shoes to work. Right. Like I didn't wear sandals to work, 
but now I'm home a lot more. And when I'm off, I'm always in my sandals. So I looked down and realized how bad they were. So yesterday I went to the store. I went to Skechers. I always buy Skechers sandals. Um, and I bought two pairs. So two, and they're different uh, from each other. Let's, let's be clear. They're the same style. No, they're slightly Ooh. different. So, Oh, John, you're changing it up. How could you? So I bought one that's just like, I know this is very exciting. I bought one that's just like the pair I bought for the last few years, which is like this memory foam this to it so it's like super comfy when you step on it and like the the, the killer thing that's, for me in sandals that's how the flip-flops are the Adidas flip-flops the, there's the there's the crunchy ones like the hard ones yeah. they have all the little dots yeah that like you I swear to god if you, those. If I don't you like stood them. in them if you stood in them too long like and you took your foot out you would look at it and you'd see all the little bumps yeah all over your foot no there's something wrong with those no it's supposed to be squishy and soft yeah, and you put your foot on it, and it's it's definitely not supportive. Like to call it supportive is a lie, but that's okay. That's, no, the, these ones feel these ones do. Like these sandals are so nice. It's like it it the bottom like the part your foot is on feels just like a nice comfy shoe, right? Like is, it, as, is it weird that for like the last eight years, I just like like the exact same shoes, the exact no. same flip flops, the exact same jeans, the exact same kind of t shirts. Like I just like nope. These are the things I like, um, and I don't need to change anything about it at all. So, so okay, we're gonna have to get back to that note. But I will tell. So I, but I did buy two different types of sandals. So, so it's the one pair, and the other pair has more of a. Um, it still has a memory foam underneath, but there's almost like a a waterproof e rubbery plastic uh, thing, like, like right where your foot steps down. Yeah, right. you're you're you already. I already know you you won't wear them as much. Uh, they're actually very comfortable, but no, they probably will not be my main pair. Like they'll be my pair when it's a little damp outside and stuff like that. And I don't want to get the other ones wet. Uh, but I do need to go back and forth between the two so I don't wear them out. Dave, I, for a long time was like you where I would wear the same thing. I'd buy like old Navy jeans. Uh, <laughs> I had my same t-shirts. They were just different soft t-shirts. Uh, I, yeah. I had the same sandals and I, I never, almost never wore tennis shoes. Uh, and I had cowboy boots. That's mm. changed a little bit for me lately, though, Dave. Uh, I started finding these deals on Lucky Brand jeans. And when it comes to non-work jeans, I will not buy anything but Lucky Brand jeans. And you can get them for like 20 to 30 bucks when you catch them on sale online. And they That's are... That's the secret to all... Dude, they are amazing. I love them. They are so I think, comfortable. I think everybody has their own taste in jeans. I think jeans are all uh, every brand of jeans is made for specific kinds of people. And once you find that brand, it doesn't matter what it is. Like I I'm not I'm not some like brand loyal person anymore to any of these things, but like American Eagle jeans like just fit my butt right. I used like, to wear just... American Eagle stuff. A lot. I I have some uh, two American Eagle shirts that I have had for probably 12 years. And I still yeah. wear them every once in a while. I have I have some of that stuff too. I have a sweater from them, like this, like it. It. I mean, calling it a sweater, it's kind of like like a hoodie, except it doesn't have a hood because I had it in high school, and it, and you couldn't have hoods in high school because they said no hoodies. Oh, that's so they made up. all they made they made all these like sweaters, but it has one of those like hoodie pockets in the front. Oh yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. This, I had this thing forever. I never wear it anymore. I don't know why, but it's the most comfortable thing I own, which is why I'll never get rid of it. Even though it's totally stupid. It looks dumb. Uh, okay, so I was flying to the job interview, right? 
Uh, this this episode of Forget Being Cool was sponsored by what's that? Uh, thread up. Yeah. That, which, by the way, thread up is female clothes only. I know this because oh. my wife uses it all the time. Oh well, for your for your special woman, go to threadup.com/slash forget being cool to get your <laughs> not discount. And also, it probably won't take you anywhere but like a four oh four file not found. <laughs> so so anyway, so I'm 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 flying to Houston for this for this interview. I'm wearing these like holy jeans. I'm wearing boots. Uh, I might have been wearing tennis shoes. Who knows? Maybe sandals. Anyway, so I get there and I'm like waiting for my luggage to come through. And I didn't have like a lot, a lot of time between my flight landing and my interview. Like I had enough time, but not like a lot. And so I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and my bag doesn't come down. And I'm like, oh shit, like what now? So I was freaking out. I'm like, I got this job interview and my suit is in my bag and I don't know what I'm going to do. And so I went and talked to people. I'm like, hey, um... I need my bag. Where is it? Well, they assumed that it was a layover. This wasn't a layover in Houston. This was two separate flights. But they assumed it was a layover. So my bag went off to go get on the next plane that wasn't for like seven or eight hours. Right? <laughs> Which luckily it wasn't. Right? Uh, and so they had to go find it and everything. And I almost went to my job interview without my suit. Like I almost... I almost went to a job interview in like holy jeans and all this stuff. And I told my boss about it later. Like after I got hired, I was having lunch with him and I told him about this. He's like, he's like, well, you would have been rememberable. And I was like, I guess, I guess, I guess that's a great way to look at it. So I told my boss during my interview and he's not my boss anymore, but um, I had burned my foot at my previous job. Okay. Like, like, like go to the hospital kind of burns. But because of that, I had time off work to have interviews. Right. And so I went to this interview and 90% of this interview, I was like, do not let him win- see that you're going to wince in pain. Like every two seconds or if you move your foot, because this is the first time in a week that you've worn a shoe. Oh, so <laughs> told them later. thought it was funny. It was uh, pretty hard to uh, to focus and, you know, do your job by doing an interview with a giant throbbing blister burn on your foot. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, Dave, <clears throat> I've got a couple of news articles to tell you about. You want to know the best thing about that burn, though, John? What's that? It was, it was so gross and disgusting. And it oh, was like Jesus. the whole top of my foot. Oh, my God. Um, and my boss told me to come into work anyway, even though I had burned it at that job. And in response, I just sent her a picture of my disgusting foot. It was like, nope. Did you feel it all like Michael Scott when he stepped on the uh, George Foreman grill? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the, it, it wasn't. It wasn't making bacon next to my bed, which is which is just too bad. You know, I can't blame him. Um. Okay, okay so, so so you're gonna tell me something, John? Yeah, Dave, I'm gonna tell you something, and I, I've got two articles for you here, and we could honestly call this part Florida Man because it turns out both of these articles are about people in Florida. That's because they <clears> have <throat> to they have to share everything that happens. Uh, and so, and this is um like a synopsis of an article. Uh, and so if you would like to hear more about the actual thing on this first one, uh, I could click on the link and and find you more information. But I want you, I want to know your thoughts and on on uh, what should happen to this lady. So the headline is, 
A woman goes on a rampage after she comes home to find her husband with another woman. Now, 29-year-old woman named Nicole Dennison from Safety Harbor, Florida. She's a flight attendant. Uh, and apparently her husband mixed up her flight schedule or whatever. And she got home at 11 p.m. And found her husband having sex with another woman. Went on a rampage. Started swinging at her husband. Hit him in the face in his arm. I'm assuming with her hands? Right? I assume so, too. It, you would think. It, and, doesn't, it, it doesn't specify otherwise. Uh, I can but look. We, but we also said rampage. So my first thought was like she like went and took his car and then just started like smashing it into buildings was my first thought. Yeah. um, Let's see. um, Punched her 34 year old spouse in his left eye, causing a black eye. Uh, Also Uh, saying that's what happens when you get punched in the eye. Yeah. She got, he got scratches on her, on his forehead and bruises on his right arm. Right. Okay. Now, Now, did this all happen while he was naked with another woman? Like, the woman is still there. I'm assuming. I ass- I assume. Um, I'm assuming now, she's still now, there. But now, so so if you're if you're the uh, cheating woman here, John. Okay. The woman woman in this scenario who is no, just a witness to all this. Th- what no, do you do right now? Do you y- run? No, no. You look at him and he's like awkward, and then like slowly walk out of the house. <laughs> like, like, like no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's up to you, I guess. But, like, like play it off like you're just a spectator to the whole thing. Like, you weren't actually playing a role in the event. Just be like, well, this is awkward. And, like, walk out. Here, Here's the killer part. She got charged. She got arrested and charged with a misdemeanor domestic battery. So, she comes in, punches her cheating husband... And then gets arrested for domestic, basically a, a misdemeanor domestic abuse. Right. Like, is this going to hold? Is there any way she's found guilty on this? Uh, now, it this, does, this, this is a fine line, John. Now, there's because, a, there's a picture of a woman here. And now, I don't know if this picture of her is her. Or not. It's it's or the cheating woman. Yeah, I mean it could be there's actually two. One of them is like a, a picture of a woman like inside like a jet engine thing, like laying in it all sexy like and her uniform. Maybe that's, that's the that's girl. The cheating woman. No, no, <laughs> no, that's right. She's a flight the, the the wife is a flight attendant. And if that's her, she is not I mean, one, very attractive lady, right? But she's also not like a big lady. Like I can understand if like this is like this large woman who's like full of muscles and just like towers over her like little scrawny husband or something. And they're like, okay, yeah, we got to charge you in this. But if it's just like a little petite thing who punched her big old husband, how is there any chance she she no, actually gets found we guilty? We don't know how big he is. I mean, you're right. We don't. Size, size isn't everything, John. Are you saying it does or does not matter? I said it wasn't everything, John. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, okay. Now, here is here is the other one. So th- that right there, right? That was the article I found on Facebook. I clicked on it from there, and it took me to this this uh, thing. It's from the, the radio station I listen, used to listen to back in Houston, right? I, I think she, I think she should be charged. She, I, you got to be able to plead temporary insanity at least. Right, like at that moment, you're yeah. not in your right mind. No, and, and it's not—it's not her fault; it's his. Yet, I also think her reaction was poor and needs to be 
handled. I don't know. I think if, if I was her attorney, I would plead temporary insanity and get her off I, on temp- temporary insanity. Yeah, agreed. And, and 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 then you know, obviously, divorce and everything ensues from there. But but you know, whatever. Okay. Are you ready for the article that really caught my eye when I clicked on that one? It took me to this website for the buzz, which is the buzz is the the radio station back home we used to always listen to. You're listening to the buzz. In Houston, Texas. Uh, it's a great radio station. It's an alternative rock. They play a lot of good stuff. I really like the morning DJ there. Uh, Rob Ryan, pretty great guy. Anyway, here we, we go. We've got a morning DJ. He DJs on 12 of those stations across the country. Because... No, he doesn't. He is just a local DJ on that one station for like the past 10 or 15 years. He's great. It's anyway. Hard to, hard to believe that still exists. Okay. Yeah, all the time. Anyway, okay. You're so listening he... to the buzz. Here, So here is the article Ooh. headline. And I want you to tell me what you think is happening. Because I love the way this is written. Pizza guy arrested playing five on one in his car, quote, didn't know it was illegal. Okay, wait. Wait. (laughs) I've got so many questions. Okay. I've got so many questions. Okay, start with the first one, Dave. What's five and one? Okay, and that's what I was hoping you would say. Because five on one, right? Five Look, on yeah. one. Yeah. Five no. on one. <laughs> I... For for the listener, I just um using Ex- two hands. Use, using hands. Yes, um, just using hands. I mean, this is where my brain went. I'm so I'm so confused. So if you go to the bigger uh, article on the thing, now here's the thing, and and I, I'm I, gonna start. I'm just gonna start calling it that though. Yeah, that's yeah. My, that's my new that's my new term for it. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Um, the 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 website that it links to has to be some kind of a real news thing, but it's got to be a real news thing. It does up. It's the smoking gun, right? It, I mean, that's I'm really hoping this is like. Fully legit because the website looks a little tabloidish, but I like it's not like these weird, bizarre stories. I mean, it's bizarre stories, but not like bizarre out of the realm of reality, you know. So here's the thing: 22 year old pizza delivery man was allegedly pleasuring himself Tuesday night while seated behind the wheel of a 1996 Honda Civic. Yep, that's what a pizza man drives: is a 1996 Honda Civic. That's all he can afford. Yeah, but think about how old. A 96 Civic is. You're talking 24-year-old Civic. This thing has got to be, like, road hard and put away wet, like, easily. Like, this is this car is not going to be in good condition. Um, and he was outside of Circle K in Fruitland Park, Florida. Um, while he Wait, was... So, so he still had the pizza? I'm assuming he, was, I'm assuming he had delivered the pizza. Okay. And I'm also, we're also making the assumption that he was on duty. Right, like it might have been they just found out he happened to be a pizza man, and they figured, oh, if we throw this into the art, this little like non-important tidbit into the article, it's just funnier. Uh, but I don't know, I don't know. So apparently, while he was doing this, uh, a woman whose car was parked next to uh, to the Honda noticed that the vehicle's sole inhibitant, inhibitant had penis in hand and was stroking himself, quote, up and down motions. I think we all know how to play five on one. <laughs> I just love that that's the quote from it, Dave. Uh, 
she felt it necessary to explain it. Now, now let me tell you something, John. Okay. I worked in a gas station. Oh, God. For two and a half years. Okay. The things I've seen people do in the parking lot at a gas station. Also, mind you, I worked overnights plenty okay. of times. Um, none of this shocks me at all, especially considering it was outside of Circle K. Seems okay. oddly familiar. Seems seems all too real. Now, usually there were two people involved, which I don't know if that, that's what that's called. Is that 10 on one? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how many hands are being used, I guess. If you're playing 10 on one, you've got some movies five? you need to be in. Is it 10 on 10? Is, 10 on 10? is that how that works? Uh, Trust um, me, I saw lots of people doing lots of things in cars. Okay, during the middle of the day, not in the, not always at night. So, so okay, so this guy did not think this was illegal. But what's amazing is the way this article is written is just blowing my mind. So they found they so they found him. So so the, it was an off-duty cop that happened to notice this. Wrote down his license plate, called the police. They tracked him down. By the way, they even point out that he works at Hungry Howie's Pizza. Like, <laughs> they have outed it's, this guy hardcore. Close to home, the Circle K is right next to the Hungry Howie's. Um, and he was with his girlfriend when they found him. Uh, so so he basically told him that he went to Circle K after work to get a drink. Uh, okay, okay, so so. So let's let's break down the course of events here for a moment, John. You you're a hardworking pizza delivery boy. Okay, we're we're in, we're in, making some assumptions that he's hardworking, but okay. Let's give him some. We're we're about to like throw him completely under the bus. Let's give him some credit. Let's pretend he's actually good at delivering pizza in his 24 year old car. Yes, 1996 Honda Civic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now. John, I was in 1996. I was four years old. Uh, you were probably not playing five on one. <laughs> not yet. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> um. So let let's. He works his his eight hour pizza delivery day. Delivers lots of pizza. Lots of people in quarantine going to lots of houses, putting boxes down on people's porches. And he goes, all right. <laughs> I'm headed over to my girlfriend's house, but I need to stop and get some gas and a, and a slushy from Circle K. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, while I'm in this parking lot, I feel the need to satisfy myself because not like my girlfriend will do it when I get there. Well, right. Okay. So, th- so th- there are two scenarios here. Well, there's three scenarios. One, he just couldn't wait. Right. That's scenario one. And maybe the most likely. Scenario two, they're not to the point where she's putting out. So he knows he's not going to get any, but he's got to go hang out with her, and he's got to control I mean, himself. I mean, he's he's not um, he's probably not seeing her anymore. I mean, I don't know if you look at this guy, and the fact that he drives a '96 Honda Civic, and he's a pizza delivery guy. Uh, there's a chance that the girl who's dating him doesn't care about this, right? She, the, it, it's like, it's like I, it's, hold on, it's like those guys. It's like those guys that are like low le- low level like criminals that are always in and out of jail all the time for like six months stints, but somehow their girlfriends stay with them regardless. Right. It's the same. It's gotta be the same situation. No. <laughs> no <laughs> okay. Well, it does not say, um, hey, girl, if you're listening to this, 
girl who's dating the uh, five-on-one pizza delivery boy. Um, get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can problem. do better, ma'am. Go. There are there are other options out there. I assure you, they probably all play five on one, but uh, they don't play it in a Circle K parking lot before they come visit you. So now, now Dave, Dave, I need to point out uh, the the way this thing here is written, and they, they they talk about how he said that yes, he went to Circle K for a drink, and the next line, which is the, the next paragraph, first line of the next paragraph is after Donovan placed himself at the scene of the masturbation. That is how they worded that sentence. Did they, they didn't have to say. And here's the worst part. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you what I should do here. We danced around it this long. We explained how it worked. We literally, in a quote, described the action. Now we're going to use the term. All well, right. It's, it's not even that. Like it's not even this. I, I can imagine like, the scene of the crime or the scene or being there. But no, no. They pointed out the scene of the masturbation. Now here's the thing: is those words, those those uh, four words are in blue, which means they're probably a link. Oh, we have to click it, John. Okay. Now, please tell me it takes you to a list of every article no. on this website in no. which they use this term. It's his, it's his statement. It opens up. I then went to Circle K located at 100 West Miller Street and retrieved video of the incident. Upon reviewing the video, I was able to see the... Com- complainant's vehicle enter the circle K shortly after the offender's vehicle is seen driving past the gas pump slowly and eventually parked next to the complainant's vehicle. The offender remains seated in his vehicle as the complainant enters circle K after the complainant entered the circle K. Boy, this is wow. Okay. The offender is seen pulling his pants down and gra- I'm not going to finish the sentences, but this is like, this is like a police report. Wow. Weird, what a weird place to uh, put a link to link. a police report. Yeah, it's it's not like you could put a button there that says uh, police report. For the police report, click here. You decided to uh, to use the the words of the text at the scene of the masturbation. Yeah, so. the, the the best part though, Dave, is that like of all the places that could have taken me, much better option than some other things. Like if it was like a YouTube video of how to do five on one, that would have been a problem for me. Yeah, because now being your YouTube history. <laughs> anyway, Dave, I thought I would share those articles with now, you. I uh, found now, them amusing. If, if you watched a video on YouTube on how to do that, John, just by saying this, I'm already feeding into the algorithm, right? Yeah. But uh, out loud and recorded right next to my Google Home, right? Yeah, which, which is amazing. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, If only your Google Home could hear me right now. <laughs> the things I would love to tell it to do. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, um, if you watched one video about that, on uh, how to do that, yeah. what other videos would you get suggested for the rest of forever? I mean, it could be like the next one might be how to play one on five. I don't know what that is, but I mean, it probably fits in the same category. John, it's when you don't move your hand. <laughs> oh my God. Oh wow! Oh my god! <laughs> John's ready to title that everybody. 
Uh, this is great radio, by the way, when I write down titles. You're supposed to, like, fill in the, the silence. Yes, but normally uh, I'm laughing too hard. Uh, yeah, that is going to be a really long title, so i got to see what I'm going to do about that. Um, wow. The, the, the show title is, John, that's when you don't move your hand. Yeah, well, what I wrote down is when you don't move your hand. Okay, Dave, let's, let's um, instead of moving our hand, let's just move the conversation on to something else. You, that sounds like a good idea. You sounded like you had a, a story for me. Oh, I, I do. Uh, it's not really a story. It's more of a, a self-experiment. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> Wait, do you move your hand in it or not? It's a little bit of a sleight of hand, John. Uh, oh, do you make it disappear? <laughs> Um, so, so John, I think we talked about this on the show is, uh, CBD oil. We talked about CBD. Yeah. How I think it's complete nonsense. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I was given the option to, uh, try CBD. Yeah. Was it, it in what form? So it's, it's in chocolate. Okay. Okay. Now, so, so I was given a chocolate square of CBD. Now, now, okay, hold on a second. Now, I, there's some details that are important here. 25 grams. Who gave it to you? And you don't have to say the name if you don't want to, but like a friend, like a close friend, a random person. Let, let's say a close friend. Okay. And where did they buy it from? Like what they, type of place? They bought it from a grocery store. Let, uh, okay. So... That that sells all sorts of, of like wellness and health and all that all that all that garbage stuff it doesn't do anything that people are so convinced they do. Okay. Now this is a twenty five gram square. Now I'm trying it's, to think of like what the norm is. And I know So So I asked that question and her advice was that this was a lot. I like I, like for someone who's never tried it. That would be a lot of CBD to like, just eat the square and be like, "That's totally cool." Yeah, now, ex well, except for the fact that CBD do CBD doesn't do it do anything. So I I think it's a bunch of hippy dippy bullshit that doesn't do anything. Now, but here's the other thing though, right? So CBD comes from a marijuana plant, right? Yes. It uh -huh. comes from hemp, and it's not very well regulated. So I was told, I remember reading some stuff about how, like, if you fly with CBD, you need to be careful because it could pop. And if it has a certain amount of THC in the CBD, like even an amount you might not even notice, right? But like it has a certain amount of THC in the CBD, then you can actually be arrested for this, right? Like okay. f flying. Like even Because, you know, even in states like Washington where it's legal for marijuana, you still can't fly with it because that is a federally regulated activity, right? The TSA is a federal, federal, you know. Yeah, group. yeah. We can we can just sell this at pretty much anything that sells anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in, well, because in because kiosks, CBD in little little bottles that you drip a tiny bit of oil onto your tongue and then it magically solves all your problems, right? Yeah. John? Well, because CBD is nationally legal now, and it was not. God, it, it, it's I think sometime in the last five years is when it became legal nationally for CBD, but you still have to be careful because you never know, and who you're getting that like the company that's getting it from, how much they're making sure that it's no THC in it. But continue. So, 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 so I would I would say this is pretty reliably 
quality. It, it, I mean, quality yeah. CBD. Okay. Okay. So so okay. So you so you have this chocolate square with twenty five grams Gram. of snake oil. Oh, right. And I was told this would be a lot. Okay. Okay. So her advice was to either to break it up into force into four pieces and eat it throughout the course of like a day. Right. Can, can I tell you, or, if, if you had chocolate with 25 grams of uh, THC in it, you would mm-hmm. definitely need to break it up into four into fourths before you ate it, <laughs> especially being someone who doesn't do it, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> um, so, so the other option was if I wasn't going to do anything like specific, like I didn't have any responsibilities, in a day, which sounds like a bunch of nonsense because I well, know this isn't going to do anything. Well, but even, um, even beyond that, like the purpose of T, uh, the purpose of CDB, CBD is not to mess you up. It's not to get you high or no, anything. No, if no, you're getting I, high off CBD, you're not doing CBD. I think it's more of a precautionary. Like if I was going to have some sort of weird reaction to it, <laughs> it would probably be smart to to not do more than a quarter of it at a time, just to make sure that nothing weird happened, right? Okay. In a scenario where I couldn't do anything about the weirdness happening. Not that anything, like, horrible is going to happen to me. Yeah. But just in case, like, it, it makes you weird in some way. Okay. Oh, okay. So now... Okay. To, to, the to, other option was, John, to eat half of it in the morning and half of it at night um, to... when I didn't have to do anything. Okay. So here, so here's here my two questions before you continue on. One, okay. have you used it already? Have you eaten it already? Yes, I have eaten. Okay. Two. I've eaten. I've eaten it. You have eaten it. Uh, Two. When you did so, did you try to go in with an open mind? Or did you go in with a pessimistic attitude that you and I have shown? I've gone in with a pessimistic attitude that I have shown. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, which makes it that much harder for it to even, you know, have a placebo effect on you. But continue. But but that's that's my point, John. I thought he was going to believe it was going to do something. There's no proof that it would do anything at all. <laughs> do you understand? Do you understand the point of the placebo? And I think it'll do something. That it's possible that my brain could do on its own and believe that it was doing. Therefore, that thing could happen. And then I would believe that it worked. And then I would believe that I need CBD oil. Which is a load of nonsense. Okay, so what happened? So what happened when you... Okay, so the so, person so who gave ate, it to you... So ate, hold on. The person who gave half, it to you, I assume, believes in the product. Yes. Okay. And had you discussed and, and, it with them and, and, ahead yes, of time? And she, and she believes that there's there's a bunch of science backing it up, that it balances out since, since like systems inside your brain, blah, blah, blah. We could go on and on about the things that people believe it does. I've talked to her previously, which is why she was willing to give me these samples, right? And by samples, I mean this one square of CBD chocolate, dark CBD chocolate. Now, let's just talk about the taste for a minute, John. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't love dark chocolate. Okay. I don't love dark chocolate, but even like as somebody who doesn't like dark chocolate, I know the quality of good dark chocolate. This is not quality good dark chocolate. This is like the worst... Like, this is like the worst good dark chocolate you've ever had. Where you're like, this isn't good, but I guess it's okay. Okay. So so that's, uh, first first of all, that's that's where we're at with the taste of it. I I ate the first half of the square. Okay. And then I ate the other half of the square at the night. Okay, Let so you, so you did that. do it in two pieces. I did do it in two pieces because 
I'm not a wuss. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I don't actually think it's going to do anything. If it has a horrible reaction, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to me? Come on. Yeah, okay. It's not going to do anything. I should have ate the whole square. Yeah, you should have, but okay. Now, so I uh, ate half the square. Let me tell you how my day went, John. Okay. It was exactly the same as every other day. <laughs> so can I, can I tell you, uh, while I was listening to you tell this story, uh, I, mm-hmm. I sent someone a text message. Uh, so I, I ate the other half at night. Yeah. I, 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 I assume that you slept exactly the same. Uh, I That is not true. Okay. But we'll get there. Let me let me ask about your text message that you sent. I'm assuming you texted Rachel or something. I did. I texted Rachel, and all I wrote because I live in a place where certain things are legal. I just wrote to her. I want to get Dave high, and she responded back, "No." (laughs) (laughs) I'm with her. Um. Anyway. Okay. So, so I ate the second half, John. Okay. At night. Yeah. Now, now we we live in a strange world right now. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, my life is incredibly exhausting. I don't know about yours. Okay. The only thing that I can say that happened is instead of falling asleep at like eleven thirty at night, like I do most nights. Yeah. Uh, I went and laid down at about ten. And passed out about 15 minutes later. Like, I was just out. And I ate that last half of the chocolate at, like, 7.45-ish. That would be the rough estimate of the time I ate it. Yeah. Ate dinner. And then I just I just flopped out. Now, I had a weird dream that the person who owned my house before me had, like, was part of some weird committee. And they decided to have this weird committee meeting in my backyard. Not with the person who owned the house before me. But she was crazy. That's the only weird dream I had. So, so what do you um, think? Are you thinking it does it does affect you in a sleepy way, or do you did you eat like something weird for dinner? No, I think it. I think it has nothing to do with that. I think I just sleep weird because the world is a chaotic mess, and sometimes I'm just so tired these days that I just can't do it anymore. Have you had any other nights in the last month where you have fallen oh, yeah. asleep that way and had weird dreams? Yes. Okay. So it wasn't a new experience. No. So uh, my consensus on CBD, uh, considering it was supposed to be a large amount, it didn't do anything at all, is that CBD doesn't do anything at all. Okay. I'm glad you have done this experiment. We have many more experiments ahead of us. Uh, I just have to get you and Rachel to both consent. Um, uh, Dave, I love that. That was That's amazing. Um, yeah. I just, I just want everybody to have... Have have uh, heard my experience. There's a bunch of people in this world who insist that CBD solves all their problems, and I need people to stop. So here's the thing, though, right? And, and uh, it was actually a conversation I was in with someone recently, and I felt kind of bad because someone was talking about doing that, and I was like, "I'm like, it's a placebo effect. Like, it doesn't do anything. Like, I'm happy for anyone who takes it and feels better." Yeah, but like, but great. but Good. but but it's it's not it doing it, right? It's a mental thing, and the person. I could tell, and this was someone that I'm friends with, uh, and I could tell that they were probably kind of offended by that, and they were someone who does it a bit and 
feels that they are getting these reliefs from it. And then I felt bad for basically like shitting on them feeling better, even though I'm like, look, if, if it works for you, great. Just know there's no science behind it. And it's almost like, mm, maybe I should have just shut the hell up in that conversation. Uh, sometimes we all need to learn to just shut the hell up. Yeah. There's lots of people, but yeah. I just wanted to share my experience. I'm No, uh, I appreciate that. And I think it, and it's I, different I, too, right? This is you and I, I talking about this, not like you telling someone who's like big on it that they're yes, stupid. But, but if there's somebody out there who's listening who completely disagrees with us, I don't, I don't want to, to say. Don't like, do it. Like, yeah, like don't do it. All I'm saying is I tried it. I got nothing from it. If you're getting something from it, that's great. The reason I try this is because I'm obviously curious enough to wonder what what the point is, right? Yeah. So, you know, it didn't work for me. Glad it works for you. I just want other people to know it doesn't work for everybody, clearly. So, Dave. Yes, Joe. You know what time it is? Um, what are our segments? Uh, oh. It's more pop, less flop. Your show where we discuss your favorite childhood memories and decide whether they're a complete success, a total pop, or something you wish you could forget, a flop. My name is Dave Moore. Of course, joining me is my main man, man Johnny underscore ravioli Xbox Spaghetti Casino. All right, Dave. Uh, today I have one. It's a commercial from 1987. Okay. Uh, and this is something that I owned as a child. Only a, like one or two of. So I'm going to share my screen with you here. Uh, that right there. It'll, it'll, it'll be quite choppy, but I'll still try to get the gist of it. Uh, yeah, I, I have no guarantees. So you can see my screen now, and here is your commercial. Sky Commanders, where all the action is above the ground. Set up Razor Cable. Good work, Cable Raider. Just as the Cable Cannon spots the enemy. Sky Commanders, warning, warning. The evil Raiders attack. Deception Raider, strike. You're surrounded. Each sold separately with a figure and cable. Fire! Sky Commanders, protectors of the high frontier. Cable Cannon comes with everything you see here. Other vehicles each sold separately. New from Kenner. Uh, Sky Commanders? Yes, Sky Commanders. Stupid name. Now, now, I'm watching a choppy version of this commercial. And it's not very clear uh, what I was looking at. But, um... Are these the things that you would put on like a little base and you like pull the thing and then it no. would fly up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those no. are really those are really cool. No. So this I'm I'm assuming so there was a cartoon that went along with it that I, I did watch uh some. But You're watching the Great Adventures of Sky Commanders with uh Johnny Casino and Dave Moore. They uh do sky stuff with their sky vehicles. I just I just found another uh, commercial to do for another episode that it, it popped up and and like the play this next area. Uh, anyway, so it's called uh, the rabbit hole. Yeah, it is. So it, it, this had a cartoon, and uh, you can actually buy the cartoon right now. 
uh, the complete series from 1986 uh, from Hanna-Barbera, right, for $18. You could buy this on Amazon. Um, See, I, w- I would pay money for this. Uh, I don't remember the cartoon being any good or not. It's basically that's, like the, the, it, why I would pay for it. So it's very much like a G.I. Joe thing, right? Where you had the good guys and the bad guys and um, um, I, I don't know, I, I, all, all that shit, right? So, uh, but you you know this was to sell the toys. And the, the, the way this worked, and I, I had maybe just one. I think my cousin maybe had one. But it was zip lines. Like the whole concept was these people fought on zip lines. And the thing with zip lines, if you're fighting, is you can go from point A to point B. And maybe if you have like a motor in your little contraption, maybe you can go back again. I don't know. But you can't like turn. Like you can turn your body, but you can't change your direction because you're going along a zip line. And the thing about the toys, Dave is you had to find two things to tie the two ends to, and then you would let it go along the zip line. And that's what it did. And yet I loved this thing as a kid. I mean, it's kind of cool. It is. As as a kid, having it, and I don't know how long I played with it for or whatever else. I don't have a lot of memories of playing with it. I, I have specific ones where like I tied one end to like the door to like the trash room under the stairs and like the other end to like uh, a cabinet in our kitchen. And let it zip across. Um, you see, can, but the, but that's the kind of memories that like prove you actually liked it. Sure, and you can buy these right now. You can get one uh, uh, mint complete in box for forty dollars. It's not really too bad if we're talking about a toy from nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, no, no. There's another one that's like fifty dollars. You can get. There's. It looks like there's some towers and stuff that you could also get that I I definitely did not have. I just had like a character. Um. Yeah, you can get this one for like twenty-five plus five dollars shipping or best offer. Right, it's not in box. I, it, I'm gonna say this is pretty cool. So. Here's the thing, right? And I'm the one who had it, right? And I'm the one who enjoyed it and all that stuff. And there's still that part of me, like, thinking back at it is, like, how linear of a toy this is, right? Like, almost literally. But, but, but like, all toys are kind of linear. I guess. Like Like, how stupid were Beyblades? But Beyblades are pretty cool. Yeah, well, also, Beyblades are still around. My son has some. Yeah, I'm I'm using examples from me growing up. I didn't, like, not, I didn't realize how old Beyblades were, like how long they've been around for. I, it's amazing that they're still around. The, the the point being, like, those are kind of a cool toy, but they're pretty linear in this idea that, like, you sling it out and it spins around for a minute and then it stops. I, I, I mean, it's I don't true. know what you're asking for here, John. Yeah, I, okay, so, is... so here's what I'll say. As a toy, yes, it was cool. It was fun. It was zip lines, which... There's something about zip lines that are just even if you're scared of them, there's something very intriguing about zip lines, right? I went on a cruise through the Bahamas, okay, and at at one of the stops, they had a giant zip line that went over this whole small part of this like tiny little island or whatever. Looked pretty fun. I was too scared to do it. It didn't seem that safe, but it looked pretty fun. And they would like launch you down with like three people side by side. Yeah. So you kind of got to like race your family, but you don't really have any control in your race. Like the speed of your, like, it's not like you have like, you know, any control over your speed or whatever. It's just a matter of how your weight shifts with 
with the zip line. But like that idea is pretty fun. So and you're all swinging there, dangling together, and you're all like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Like I don't know. <laughs> not not everybody gets to experience that in real life. This is kind of the toy version of that. That's true. That's that's true. I think the part that flops for me is the concept of the characters maybe on the show. And I don't remember how this went because I haven't seen the show in, God, 25, 30 years or whatever it is. Um, But, like, think about the fact you're like, ah, I've got to fight these bad guys. I'm going to shoot my zipline across. Once you've shot it, you have dedicated yourself to go that direction until you get to the end. Now the enemy is sitting there going, ha-ha, that idiot shot himself over there. I'm just going to go around him over here. You know, and like it just doesn't yeah, but, seem but, like the best way to fight. But he also has to be limited by the zipline thing. I'm assuming that everybody uses these ziplines so they can also sell the uh, the villains as toys, but they don't. Yeah, 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 to make, yeah. They don't have to make different toys. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone uses like the concept of this world is that people live on ziplines, right? Like, like everything is high up, and there's gaps everywhere that you have to cross. Uh, okay. I don't then. know. I would. I would play with this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a pop. Okay. You know, as a toy, I. As, I, I too will give it a pop. Look, look. At, we we can't start judging things based on their poor cartoons tie-ins. Those were just glorified commercials. And if we really want to justify those as commercials, which is what they are, right? Yeah. Then they're actually pretty damn good commercials. So so here here's the here's the interesting thing, right? So you know, we're talking about. A lot of times, toys, like cartoons, came out of trying to sell a toy. I think He-Man was that way. Like they made this toy of He-Man. Like, well, I guess we now we have to make a cartoon so that kids want to see it and therefore want to buy it. Can you imagine though, like sitting in some of these writing rooms where they're like, okay, we've got this toy where these people do zipline. Now we've got to figure out how to make it into a TV show, right? Or <laughs> like, like there's one I have coming up um, that that looked that looks pretty interesting. It's like. You know, you have these things like, I'm going to do this. Now we've got to find a way to sell it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we've gotten better at that over time. I'm I'm curious to what shows are out now that that is the origin of them, right? Pokemon. Yeah, but Pokemon's been around for a while. Um, But, like, are there any... I don't know. I'd be curious. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is probably just to sell toys. No. So funny enough, if you watch, and I was actually having this conversation today because, oh, by the way, right before we recorded, we watched the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with my kids. for the, They'd never seen it before. The 1991. Okay. Uh, and I love it. I love that movie. It's, I wouldn't say it holds up necessarily. Like, it holds no. up in an entertaining way, but like in a... Um, in a, a cinematic way, not so much, maybe. Uh, but but that if you ever watch the, the the TV show on Netflix, the Toys That Made Us, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Watch the one about the Ninja Turtles. Like it's it it started out as a um, as a, as a comic book that a couple guys were making and and whatever else. And so it's 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 a really interesting one. Anyway, Dave, are we giving this two pops? I'm giving this a pop. All right, I'm giving it a pop two for the toy itself, not for the concept or the idea of the TV show. Uh, I don't think that's a fair judgment call moving forward. I don't think we can use. <laughs> no, you're TV right, Dave. Shows to, 
because because then we could we could we could really tear apart all the toys <laughs> all right dave and on that note this has been more pop less flop i'm dave moore that's johnny casino you guys can follow john at johnny underscore casino me at tell you dave and for the show get more at forgivingcool.com this isn't a real show it's a segment Wow, John, those guys suck. I okay. Did they? I I feel I feel they came in prepared. They had the clip. They had knowledge of the clip. Well, one of them, but the other one's not supposed to necessarily ahead of time. They that they one, looked up they, if you that, could still buy the stuff. That one guy watched the commercial and thought it was a completely different toy. Yeah, well, you know, I I they have no idea what they're talking about. I I don't know how to rectify this. Like, if this was a a more uh, polished, edited, whatever show, which which because we're doing it three days a week and it comes out the morning after we record in the night, it's not going to be, right? These guys don't do this three times a week, John. They only put out one episode this week. They're a bunch of slackers. They even said their fourth episode is available on Patreon. They don't even have. <laughs> I went to that Patreon link and you can't even support it. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, and on that fine note, Dave. <laughs> Is that it? Is that this whole show? Uh, I mean, I think so. All right. This has been the Forget Being Cool podcast for August 7th, 2020. Yes, this show is only back because of a global pandemic that, guess what, is still happening. How long we've we been back? Like, 55 episodes or something we're almost hitting the point where we've gone longer than the original run of this show just want to acknowledge that it's not really true but we're still here follow the show at forget being cool me at tell you dave johnny johnny underscore casino you, you've probably heard and we'll see you guys next time on the forget being cool podcast john seems to be prepared <laughs> kind of we'll see i have no idea how this is gonna go here it goes you've probably heard a lot about cbd oil recently at Canadonia, our CBD products are completely natural and guaranteed to be of the highest quality. Based in the heart of Scotland, we provide a full range of CBD products from oils to pastes and skincare. So whether you're new to CBD oil or already have it as part of your daily routine, visit canadonia.co.uk to browse our full range of CBD products. So not only do you taste it and it does nothing, but if you put it on your skin, it'll also do nothing. <laughs> Here's a strange opinion, Jeff, and I feel like I've had this opinion for a little while. <laughs> <laughs>